Rabbi Mensch, welcome to The Mensch, episode number 18. Man, that's a good number. I love it. This is where I speak about different topics. It could be happening in the world at the time. And I give you a clear way of thinking. So this way, when you talk to your friends, you can act like a mensch. You know, there's a very interesting story in the Torah where God wanted to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. And eventually he did. But what did Sodom and Gomorrah do that was so evil? What was is their corrupt justice system. You see, when a person would come to the city of Saddam and you brought a court case, for example, let's say Bob punched Robert and knocked out his tooth. Robert would go and take Bob to court and the judge would go and say, okay, Robert, I know you lost a tooth. But you owe Bob money. He says, say what? He says, well, he acted like a doctor. He, he let some blood out of you. And in those days, bloodletting was a big thing. And it was a corrupt system that the judge would just go and pick anybody, whatever they wanted. Why am I telling this to you? Because right now, we don't know what's up and down in this country. Everything is so confusing. It's really like... Did the election, was it an honest election? Was it not an honest election? Did our president stack the court right now and now have three conservatives more than liberals? Will the liberals then all of a sudden turn around and say, we're going to go, if we win this election, we're going to now go and put another six people on. So this way we'll always have, if our country goes down this road, then we're no different than Sodom and Gomorrah. And we got to be careful about that. In fact, our rabbis tell us, the great Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel, he went and said the world can endure only on three things, on proper justice, on the truth, and peace between people. Now, these are three different pillars, but if you took away one of those pillars, it starts teeter-tottering. I got to be telling you something. This election makes no difference what side you're on. Whether you're from the Democrats or you're from the Republicans, whether you wanted Trump or you wanted Biden. Right now, the Constitution says, if you want to question the results of the election, you're allowed to go and question anything you want. So if Donald Trump wants to question if he lost or not, if he wants to know if there was any cheating, he has every right to go and use the court system. But I got to tell you something. It better not be hearsay. It better not be, I saw two or three here and five or six there. Because if that's all you got, you're going to tear this country apart. But if he has real evidence that there is hundreds and thousands of votes all across our country that was being manipulated, then I don't care if you're a Democrat or a Republican. That is wrong. And Biden can't be called the winner. And Trump can't be called the winner. And we're going to have to go and work this thing out. And I'm sure the Constitution has it. And in fact, the Constitution does have a way how to do it. Because if we cannot figure out who won the election and the Electoral College can't be exact, do you know how the next president comes in? I'll tell you. The Constitution tells us that you bring in the House of Representatives in. Now, right now, the House of Representatives looks like 
with Nancy Pelosi, they have the majority. So you would think Trump lost and Biden won. Not true. Just because California may have 54 congressmen here, but the Constitution says one vote per state. And Donald Trump won more states than Biden. And if it went down that track, Donald Trump will win. But it won't go there unless he really can prove that there was massive fraud. And if the judges don't go along with him, then Joe Biden is it, whether you like it or not. This country will change if Biden is in. And if, the, if Trump wins, it's going to be the same country that we had for the last four years, whether you liked it or not. That's called democracy. This is called a republic, really. And these are the laws of our republic. So I do not want at all that this becomes one of these crazy court cases and you keep on going to court. You've got to be a mensch, Donald Trump. And you've got to be a mensch, Joe Biden. Both of you have to want to know the truth, whether or not there was fraud. And all the other people, whether it was our past presidents, and they're all going and saying, just concede? Oh, this is like being a crybaby? You can say whatever you want. That doesn't help the democracy. Let it play out. And God bless this country. Because if it's going to be massive fraud, it's a good thing we found out now. Because this would be going on for the next few elections. But if it's not, and we don't find any fraud, step down, Mr. President. It's time for the country to have their vote counted, and that's how a democracy works. You know, one of the things that I also would like to speak about is, is that I drive around Beverly Hills, I drive around West Hollywood. I see boarded windows all over the place. What's that all about? What are we, a third world country that if your candidate doesn't win, we're going to riot? What's that about? The beauty of America is the transfer of power. That's it. You win, you get all the keys. And for every one of the last 45 elections, there's always been the peaceful transfer of power and there's no rioting. God bless this country. Whoever thinks that they're going to go rioting, I hope you get 10 years in jail. I don't care who you are, 10 years in jail. And for the presidents, who, or the ones that think that we'll be the president, give over the keys if you win, get the keys, and if you lose, give it over. The beauty of the United States is we don't have civil wars over a true act of an election. God bless this country. God bless you and I, that we have to open our eyes. It's not what the TV wants. It's not what everybody's hyping. The mensch says, be a mensch and follow the law. This is Rabbi Mensch telling each and every one of you, don't get too excited which side won yet. We don't know. Let's follow the law. And may God bless this country that we do not get torn apart. Welcome back, everybody. 
this is where my producer asks me questions, and I have no clue what he's going to be asking me. So fire away, Jack. Give me a best shot. Hi, Rabbi. This is What Would a Mensch Do? These are quick bites asking topical questions from today's news. For the first question, Rabbi, since George Washington, our first president, set the precedent of a peaceful transfer of power, Rabbi, what are some aspects of a peaceful transfer of power that you just love? So there are two things about when there's a transfer of power that each president has done. It hasn't been forever, but it's nice when a previous president writes a letter wishing the next president all the luck and God bless because it's not an easy job. Every president will tell you they want the job. But then they realize how lonely it is when you have to make those decisions. May each and every one of us recognize we have beautiful traditions. You know what the other one is? Is that the former president sits there while the new president is being sworn in. Even the president who lost to another ideology, another political way of thinking, they're there. We are a great country. God bless our America. May our traditions continue in the most beautiful way. Thanks, Rabbi. For our final question, how do you feel about the media's role in politics and more specifically this election? You know, the media, I don't think is really doing a justice to us anymore. It used to be that you turned on the news and they reported the news. Now it's a competition. Look at Fox. Arizona should not have been called. but They called it because they wanted to be the first. And then all of a sudden you find other times candidates, some of them are asked easy questions, other of them are asked tough questions. It's like they want to, they want, it's like they know who they want to win. I, I got to tell you something. The media is literally letting us all down. What happened to the good old days when you just turned on the nightly news and they reported the news and they let you and I figure out the spin. Today, it's a business. It's about ratings. Well, it's always been about ratings. It's always been a business, but it's all about we got the first call. We got the scoop. And many times they have to backtrack. The media has a responsibility or else you're just Pravda or you're fake news. And that's for all news networks. Got to do what's correct. Be a mensch. Don't try scoring points with your listeners. If there's something your listeners have to hear that's not good, you better let them know. Don't hide it from them. Because then they're not going to trust you. God bless this country. We need, like I said before, on three things this world stands on. On proper justice and the truth. If the media is going to be supplying fake news, and this country and this world will fall to pieces. We cannot have chaos, especially not in the greatest country on earth. Welcome back, everybody. This is a segment where I usually tell something about Judaism and, and with a story. In this week, we read how Rebecca, the future wife of Isaac, started lighting Shabbos candles even before she got married, just like her mother-in-law, Sarah. And ever since then, for 4,000 years, Jewish women, every Friday night, before the sun goes down, I should say Friday afternoon, would bring in the Shabbos by lighting in Shabbos candles. 
going to tell you a cute story. Two Chabad rabbinical students went to Alaska, and they went all the way out to the Aleutian Islands looking for Jews. And they couldn't find any Jews. So they decided to go into a public school and ask if they can speak about morality, etc. And the principal said, sure. And they went from class to class. And when they came into one of the classes, they were introduced as Jewish people. And uh, a little girl goes, says, oh, I'm Jewish. And the teacher says, she doesn't know what she's talking about. She's not Jewish. So what happened was, after they gave a beautiful talk in the class, the teacher said to the two rabbinical students, are you here in town for a while? He says, we're here until tomorrow. She said, here's my address. Come to my home. They came to the home, and the mother and that student were in the classes. Yes, we're Jewish. We're the only ones here. Could you please give us some strength, what we can do as Jews, because we have nothing here. So one of the students told a beautiful story and said to the girl, here, let me give you a candlestick. And they took a beautiful candlestick, gold-plated with a candle, and they said to this little girl, do you realize that when New Zealand comes in, the international dateline, the first place on earth where Shabbos candles are lit is in New Zealand. And as the sun sets, it goes across Australia, China, Russia, Japan. And as it goes through the time zones, it goes into South Africa, Israel, France, London, and then it slowly goes all the way through America. But the Aleutian Islands is the closest place to the international dateline. Do you guys like Shabbos candles? No, we don't, they said. He says, do you realize every Friday night before the sun goes down, if you light your Shabbos candles, the whole world will bring Shabbos candles. Since God created heaven and earth, he didn't have in every inch of the world almost. And every time, though, a Jewish person lighting Shabbos candles, they looked at the girl and they said, do you realize now God's going to go and say, wow, in the Aleutian Islands every week, someone is bringing in the Shabbos. The girl got so excited. A few months later, the mother wrote a letter to these two rabbinical students, says, my daughter every Friday morning puts my two candlesticks together and puts her candlesticks. And says, Ma, when we come home, we're lighting Shabbos candles. She won't let me forget. And she always goes and says, God is waiting for the whole world to have Shabbos. And we're the last ones to do it. We can't keep God waiting. How special it is for every Jewish woman to light Shabbos candles. Because where you are, you're bringing in Shabbos around the world for 4,000 years. What a beautiful thing this young girl understands. God bless you all. Have a good Shabbos. But most of all, be a mensch. Make the right choices. This is Rabbi Mensch signing off on a wonderful episode 18.